0: Hello and welcome to Tubonga Tax, the show that provides you with all the tax information that you need to stay informed. I'm your host, Alan Madoka. In today's episode, we're going to talk about capital gains tax. Capital gains tax. And with us in studio, we have somebody who will break every element down of this for you and I. (music) We are joined today by Nicholas Chuvi. Nicholas is from the Premier Tax Office Division, which is part of the Domestic Taxes Department, which is, of course, part of the Kenya Revenue Authority. Thank you so much for
1: joining us today, Nicholas. Thank you so much for having me as we are going to understand capital gains tax. Thank you.
0: Now, Nicholas, capital gains tax, or some other people may know it as CGT. Let's start with what is capital gains tax and what type of transactions does it apply to? Maybe you could also include
1: the rate as well. Okay, thank you. Capital gains tax, CGT in short, is a tax chargeable upon transfer of property situated in Kenya, whether or not the property was acquired before 1st January 2015. The rate of tax is 5%, and this is on the net gain. An example, even an individual transfers land, which is more than 3 million, for example, located uh, in an area like Earth River, Kitengela, that transfer is taxable on capital gains tax.
0: Now, How is capital gains computed? And then how do you pay for CGT? And I'm sure also another question that people may have is, when is the due date for that as well?
1: Okay, that is a nice question. Uh, We need to understand, uh, for us to know how to compute CGT, we have to compute the net gain. The net gain is computed by getting the difference between net transfer value and the adjusted cost. Now, when we want to determine the net transfer value, We usually use the sale value minus any cost that you've incurred during the transfer. For you to determine the adjusted cost, now you do a sum of the cost you incurred when you are buying the property, plus the incidental costs on acquisition, then plus any other enhancement costs that you incurred during the time you own the property. An example I can give is if, for example, a person A has sold land in the year 2022 At a cost of five million, that is what we call the sale value. You'll find at the time of transfer, or at at the time of sale, he had to find or look for uh, services for an uh, agent, and that is what we call the agency fee. And he had to pay the agent a hundred thousand. So that is a cost on transfer. Now, when you look back, in the year 2015 is when person A bought the property, and the purchase value was two million. So. At the time of purchase, there was also a cost to transfer the property under his name, and that is what we call a stamp duty. And he paid a stamp duty of 80,000. Now, how do we determine the CGT payable? So, you take uh, the sale value of 5 million, you deduct the 100,000 of the agency fee paid, you get 4.9 million. And this 4.9 is what we call the net transfer value. Now, when you look back at the time of acquiring the property, the purchase value is what we call the acquisition cost. So he bought the property at 2 million and paid stamp duty of 8,000. So for you to determine the adjusted cost, now we do a sum of the two costs, the acquisition cost and the stamp duty to get a cost called adjusted cost. So in simpler terms, now we have two figures. There is a net transfer value and the adjusted cost. So you get the difference is what we call the gain. So 4.9 Minus 2.08 million, you get a gain of 2.8 million. So now for you to determine the CGT payable, you take 5% of the gain, which comes to 141000 So if you look at this, it's not that much punitive tax. So for one to pay CGT, one has to log into ITAX, then declare the requisite form. And this form will give you a payment slip that you need to pay through bank or you pay through an M-payment. The due date for CGT is 20th date of the following month after transfer has occurred. Thank you. I
0: don't think I would have been able to break that down any clearer. Thank you so much for that, Nicholas. That is a very detailed explanation as to how that percentage occurs. I think the problem we face many times is we just hear a percentage and we just use that percentage on the value of the actual land. But it's good to know that there are some deductions. Now... Are there various ways of declaring CGT? And
1: uh, also, what are the exemptions? Who is exempt from CGT? Uh, For sure, Mr. Allen, there are various ways of declaring CGT. We have four to five forms. The first form is CGT1. CGT1 is a form where individuals and corporates used to declare CGT on transfer of land. The second one is CGT 1P, and this is for transfer of land by partnerships. The third one is CGT-2, and this is used in transfer of shares by individuals or corporates. The fourth one is CGT-2P, and this is on transfer of shares by partnerships. And then the last one is CGT-3, and this is used on exempt transactions on CGT. Now, After mentioning CGT3 as a form of exempt transactions, what are some of the examples where we find transactions are uh, exempt? One of them is where property dealers transfer property and you find that income is usually taxed elsewhere. So in that case, CGT is not applicable. On transfer of property between spouses as part of divorce settlement. So in case whereby there is a divorce, uh, and then the two parties, want to part ways, so you find each spouse will have to get a share of their property, and in such a transfer, it's usually exempt from CGT. Uh, another example is where a private residence if the individual owner has occupied the residence continuously for a three year period immediately prior to the transfer. And another example of an exempt transaction is transfer of machinery, including motor vehicles. Mark you, Mr. Allen, these are some of the exemptions, but there are other various exemptions that we found you, you can find in our Income Tax Act. Thank you. Okay, that's good to know. And uh, li- dear listeners, as Buona Nicolas here has
0: advised, if you do want to get the full list of these exemptions, you can get hold of us at our KRA call center 0711-099-999 or indeed look at the current Kenyan Income Tax Act. Now, Bona Nicholas, what is the difference between CGT and stamp duty? I know that's also a bit of a confusion. They're usually linked together, so uh, people are like, I've paid for one, do I need to pay for the other? So what is the difference? And then. To add on to that, what is the tax rate, due date, and also exemptions for stamp duty? So now we're moving from CGT to stamp duty. So what is the
1: difference? And then what is the rate, due date, and exemptions for that stamp duty? Okay, our dear listener, we need to understand what stamp duty is before we differentiate it from CGT. A stamp duty is a tax which is levied on legal instruments. And this is on land transactions. Stamp duty is usually payable by the buyer. So the difference between CGT and stamp duty is that you find CGT is payable by the transferor. Transferor is the same as the seller of the property. But stamp duty is payable by the transferee. Transferry is a buyer. Now, stamp duty is payable on different rates, and this depends on the nature of instrument. For example, we have a 2% rate which is chargeable on freehold property. We also have stamp duty rate of 4% on leasehold property, and then we also have a 1% on shares. When you are talking about the rate like the 1%, this is usually determined on the declared value. Payment of stamp duty is usually done within 30 days after lodging documents to the relevant Ministry of Lands. Now we need to see what are the exemptions on stamp duty. As you can understand, stamp duty is administered by Ministry of Lands and some of the exemptions include transfer of land to charitable organizations such as gifts. And we also have an exemption on stamp duty when you transfer property between spouses. We also have an exemption on stamp duty when you are transferring to immediate family. And in immediate family, we refer to father, mother and children. Thank you so much. Okay, thank you for that clarification, Wana Nicholas. It's also good to know
0: that the exemptions for stamp duty are also different from the ones from CGT. So I hope our listeners have uh, taken that into account. Now, finally, Wana Nicholas, is there anything else that you'd like to maybe tell our listeners about these two particular taxes and maybe any points that they should consider as they are
1: transacting their properties or shares or anything that is falls under these two regimes? as you understand, Stamp duty and CGT, both are property taxes. So when we refer to property, we refer to land, building, and shares. So when you go to the income tax, you'll find there are definitions of what property are taxable for, CGT, and which are exempt. So for this purpose, as to finalize, I would wish to state that CGT is one of the taxes where the rate in Kenya is 5%, but when you compare with the neighboring country like Tanzania, their tax rates are usually very high. So this is to mean that we as Kenya, we have made it fair for taxpayers to declare CGT fairly. Thank you so much.
0: And thank you so much, Buona Nicholas, for joining us on Tubonga Tax. We hope to have you again to engage you on, on other topics to do with taxation. Thank you so much for coming. Thank you too. All right. And that has been another very, very interesting and engaging session of Tubonga Tax. <music> Now, remember to file your income tax returns on or before 30th June every year. Start today on ITAX. That's at itax.kra.go.ke. This has been Tubongi Tax. I've been your host, Alan Madoka. And until next time, goodbye.